today, Argentina pivots from the left and elects their very own Donald Trump. And trust me, you're going to love him. Joe Biden setting all kinds of records you don't want to set, including becoming the oldest president in America's history as he turns 81 today. And more January 6 footage has been released by Speaker Johnson. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and I regret to inform you that cancel culture has once again come for yours truly and who knows, this might be my last show. Yes, it happened over the weekend when a clip from one of my recent shows went viral as I reacted to Representative Jasmine Crockett who apparently mistook a Joe Biden impeachment inquiry hearing for a daytime reality TV show. And just so we're on the same page, here is the career ending clip. Representative Jasmine Crockett, who apparently is from the Dallas area and is extremely embarrassing. I want to play a little snippet from her part of the impeachment inquiry hearing watch. But when we start talking about things that look like evidence, they want to act like they blind. They don't know what this is. These are our national secrets. Looks like in the shit of me. Of course, referring to Trump's class. This looks like more evidence of our national secrets, two counts related to efforts to obstruct the vote certification proceedings, one count of conspiracy to violate rights, 23 counts related to forgery or false document statements, eight counts related to soliciting, and I could go on because he's got 91 counts pending right now, but I will tell you what the president has been guilty of. He has unfortunately been guilty of loving his child unconditionally, and that is the only evidence that they have brought forward, and honestly, I hope and pray that my parents love me half as much as he loves his child. Until they find some evidence, we need to get back to the people's work, which so means keeping this government open so that people don't go hungry in the streets of the United States. And I will They be blind up in here. <laughs> that, this is how little they respect. Come on now. This is how little they respect. Play some hip hop. I can get my head on a swivel too, except if I was in Congress, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it because it's not professional. This is kind of a word. No, I don't nails. have those nails exactly. because I'm not a hood rat. Yes, yes. Well, it all started when a random balding white man on the platform formerly known as Twitter uh, posted a uh, the clip that I myself, by the way, posted on my own social media. Why do they always look like that? I posted it on my own social media, okay, and he posted it with the caption, Sarah Gonzalez of Texas is here to show America what being a racist piece of entails. Representative Jasmine Crockett has a law degree. Calling her a hood rat and comparing her to a Maury episode is ignorant at best. These are the women my wife has had to deal with in her life. It makes me sick. If you think what Sarah did in this video is funny or accurate, you and please unfollow me you, Sarah Gonzalez, with the middle finger emoji, of course, which led to a barrage of comments like these. Here's one from the lovely and esteemed non-hood rat Ariel. Don't get caught in the streets. You're disrespectful and disgusting. You're the devil himself. Hide your kids, hide yourself. If you ever speak about my culture again in that manner, we will all stone you if ever caught in public. That's all. Stay safe. More insight from Diania Smith here. You bitch, if I see you, I feel for your dumb I will be at the out of your I think she means beat. 
Ms. B added her own personal, extremely intelligent commentary as well. You trifling, ugly racist, eat and die and I'm shaking my head as I type this. Please end yourself so the world will be a better place. And my personal favorite actually comes from wordsmith Elijah Harris. Sarah, we will find a hurt your racist be very. Which I'm quite confident is supposed to be a threat. He was just too stupid to spell any of it correctly. So I just, I want to be clear I've had a lot of time to reflect on the matter and on my word choice, and I gotta say, after much reflection and many social media threats, I just wanna say I am so, so incredibly sorry that we have women in Congress acting like hood rats that I have to call out. I am so sorry leftists can constantly dish it out but can't take it. See, they wanna call you and me a domestic terrorist, an extremist, a racist, a homophobe, a transphobe, all the phobes. They wanna call you a Nazi, a deplorable. They wanna call you whatever they please, but they're butthole puckers at the word hood rat. I am especially so sorry they continue electing unserious people. And for the record, I regret nothing. Because it doesn't matter if you're black, white, or purple. If you don't want to be called a hood rat, don't act like one. I hope that clears things up, especially for you, Ryan. Especially for you, Ryan. Why do you look exactly like I knew you would? I'd like to welcome to the program... Alex Stein, host of Primetime with Alex Stein, which you can find right here on Blaze TV. Also, Logan Hall, back again for the ride, the Blaze Media digital strategist. And that he is, that he is, by the way. Um, so welcome to the program. I just, I again, I apologize for nothing. Well, I can tell there's a lot of Thanksgiving going on at this table. I know the holiday spirit is near, and I can just feel it going mm, around. It's palpable, right? I can really just, touch it and feel it, it's yes. It's palpable. <laughs> Nothing that I said was right. Look, all right, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and get, I think that this ties into what's going on in Argentina right now, all right? So the libertarian, I would say he's quite eccentric, kind of an outsider. Uh, he's an economist, Javier Millet. He is of the Liberty Advances Party, and he won in Argentina uh, on Sunday as the head of state. He is pre now president-elect. He was running against the current economy minister, uh, Sergio Massa, and he won very decisively 56 to 44 um, percent. And Argentina is currently dealing with the struggle of leftist policies, 140 percent inflation, uh, 40 percent of them living below the poverty line. And I want to play good old Javier's mentality when it comes to uh, how you deal with leftists. Watch. Al zurdo de mierda no le puedes dar ni un milímetro. All collectivists, all kinds of collectivists. She says, but why do you call them Because they are she says, if you think differently from them, he says, they will kill you. This is the point. You can't give leftists an inch. If you give them an inch, they will use it to destroy you. You cannot negotiate with leftists. 
You don't negotiate with trash because they will end you. If they, the left, have a guy that beats his wife off, if it's one of them, he puts on the green scarf, which is pro-abortion, yells about neoliberalism all the time, and they hide it. If suddenly there's a journalist that molests another journalist, they hide it. When it's one of them, they hide it. They hide all of those aberrations. Now, if you are on the other side, they will ruin you. They'll kill you. They will throw you everything. They don't care if they ruin your whole life. Why? Only because you don't think like them. And do you know what's the good part in all of this? Because since to err is human, since everyone can be mistaken, they force us to be better. And since we are getting better than them, since we are crushing them in the cultural battle, we're not only superior economically, we are morally superior. We are aesthetically superior. We are better than them at everything, and that triggers them. And since they can't beat us with real arguments, they just use the repressive apparatus of the state with loads of taxpayer money to destroy us. Sound familiar? He says, and yet they're still losing. They had to remove the blacklist. You understand? They are losing. They're desperate. Leftists are losing the cultural battle. For the first time ever, they are cornered, those leftards. I find that to be very refreshing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he spoke on that. Uh, he perfectly described leftism to mm-hmm. a T, in, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can do whatever they want. They can oh, yeah. call you whatever they want. It doesn't matter. But you say one thing that they want to pretend is offensive, and they will ruin you. Yeah, right on cue. And uh, right on cue last night, after it was announced that he was victorious, uh, all the newspapers and all the mainstream media were saying, he's a right-wing chaos agent. Mm-hmm. He's, pro- he's a right-wing provocateur. So mm-hmm. scared. As a general rule of thumb, if they're describing people in this way or movements in this way, it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, now, when it comes to leftism, like obviously all they believe in is power. Uh, they cannot win on a level, level playing field, mm-hmm. and that's why they have to repress you. And so the, the, the right needs to understand this, that, You don't have to engage with them. Never give them an inch on anything. Never bend a knee. Never apologize because it's not going. They're still going to eat you anyway. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. They will. They will. They will make you. They'll put their thumb on your neck until you apologize. And then when you do, they're going to say, "We will never forgive you. (laughs) We will now that you've apologized. We will never forgive you." Well, he made a lot of good points about the culture war and how it does seem like we're winning, and that pisses the left off more. But. Um, Melee, he's even Fox News in their article is not very happy about him. So that's how you know that I think he's in the right position because if mm-hmm. he's pissing off both sides, then maybe he truly is a libertarian. But uh, I think his party has the smallest representation in the Argentinian Congress. So it's like, is he going to really be able to get stuff done? Is he going to have another Trump presidency where they try to, you know, rip him off or impeach him the whole time? I hope he's the real deal. I think he's better than their other, whoever there was. I think they're a they're government. Socialist. Yeah, they're socialists. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that guy was terrible. Their, their government, like you said, everybody's living below the poverty line so i'm team javier melee if i am too i saw a really yeah. funny joke last night really quick uh that said this may be the first time that a libertarian has ever won an election yeah, <laughs> yeah. they were saying that like crazy <laughs> yeah Twitter, because libertarians Twitter, like, always and now again yeah. uh, i'm trying to call balls and strikes here he does seem very weird but yeah, he's it's, weird. But it's like a lovable uh charming kind of weird whereas yeah. typically the libertarian candidates are just 
like not charming. The boot and on the head, leader. vermin supreme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well one thing he did describe himself as a liberal libertarian. So I mean, I'm guessing that he will be a populist guy. I think that I mean, personally, I think he'll be likable. Yeah. Well, classical liberalism yeah. is much different than at least what we know to be liberalism here in the United States in 2023. A couple of um, other points on him. So. Uh, he apparently vowed on the campaign trail to cut ties with communist countries. He said Brazil and China. He said he would not do business with communists. He's against abortion, so he's pro-life. He's insulted Pope Francis. Uh, he's questioned the death toll under Arge Argentina's brutal dictatorship. And he says that humans are not causing climate change. I love the guy. Yep. He sounds super based, like based as hell. I also want to play a really cool clip of him talking about uh, just totally gutting, getting rid of the bloated bureaucracy in Argentina. Here's some of that. He says, Ministry of Sports and Tourism, out. Ministry of Culture, out. He's ripping them off of a whiteboard. Ministry of the Environment and Sustainable Development, out. Ministry of Women's Genders and Diversity, out. Ministry of Public Works, out. Even if you resist. Ministry of Science, Technology, and Innovation, out. Ministry of Labor, Employment, out. Ministry of Education, Indoctrination, out. Ministry of Transport, out. Ministry of Health, out. Ministry of Social Development, out. The thievery of politics is over. Long live damn liberty. And that's something that he constantly says is fr freedom, liberty. These are the ideals that our country needs to get back to. And it is just so refreshing. And also, I think, kind of sad at the same time that we are, I mean, this is Latin America. And we're here in the United States. We're supposed to be like the top first world country. And it seems to be that Argentina um, is understanding it, is getting it before we are, because these types of things are happening in our own country, and we, it doesn't seem like the people still get it yet. Yeah, if only it were as simple as just ripping things oh, off of course. the whiteboard. Yeah, you know? what, will he, uh, what will he follow through with? Oh, yeah, what will he follow through with? But the other problem is that these are billion, these things, these artificial systems that are propped up for left-wing causes, there are billions and trillions of dollars invested worldwide in all these countries and all for all these fake causes that, they, that we the taxpayers pump money into so that we can prop them up. So it's going to be, you know, if I were him, I'd probably have a food tester or I'd be yeah. watching my back okay. at night and, and increase my security. Uh, but there is some interesting stuff going on in Latin America. So that, uh, his election, um, El Salvador with Bukele, he has really a crack, this total crackdown on crime mm -hmm. and now it's like mm -hmm. a super safe place mm -hmm. and everybody loves him. Which um, this guy says he's going to do as well. Yeah, There's exactly. No for criminals. Exactly. And so, I, I mean, I wish him the best of luck, but I think there are going to be some obstacles he's going to yeah. have to overcome with yeah. the U.S. foreign policy. I, okay, so Alex, I want to give you last word, but I do just want to say for the record, um, I'm going to play one more clip here and this is uh, Javier dancing on stage because I want I'm going to play it because... I have to admit, I was scrolling Twitter, and when I first saw it, I actually thought it was you. Because mm. it just seemed like something yeah. you would do. Okay, so here's the, here's that clip. Does that tell me that, that doesn't look exactly like Alex like me. No. I mean, you're t much taller. No, but that's me all the and way. And slimmer, but that, I was like, oh, that's Alex at like uh, his latest comedy show or something. Who's the and better? And then I read that it was, I, 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 
I'm not making this up. You thought it was me. I, at first, I literally thought it was you. Because the hair... That is how I act. The yeah. hair was crazy. I was like, oh, Ale I wonder where Alex is to... Oh, that's, that wasn't Alex. That was a new president of Argentina. <laughs> Who's a better dancer, him or Donald Trump with the YMCA? Mm, that like, guy definitely had more pep in his step. I know, but Trump can kind of... I mean... He, oh, I love I loved the he's Trump He's like movie. the greatest political dancer. He's not only the greatest political comedian, but Donald Trump is the greatest political dancer. Yes. That's ever existed. So, Javier, you're number two. Yes. Yeah, sorry to say, Javier, but there is something so incredibly charming about the Trump. <laughs> yeah. Just he just he just it's just a tilt. I don't even yeah. know if it's a dance. Yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> it's, it's just a tilt. Perfect. It's just yeah. a tilt. Um, all right, we got to go to break. We'll be back with more. But we want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So Birch Gold's Black Friday is going to come to an end this week. So make sure that you go check them out because when you open a gold IRA for every ten thousand dollars you spend by December twenty second, they're going to send you a free gold bar. You got to text the word Y to 989898 to claim eligibility for that gold bar before Black Friday. Do not sleep on this. All right, Birch Gold is going to help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold with no money out of pocket, and you're still going to get the free gold bars. So either way you want to do it, make sure you text the word Y to 989898. I, I would say that when the national debt is greater than our total GDP, <laughs> You may want to think about diversifying away from the from the U.S. dollar, and Birch Gold is going to make it very easy and very convenient to move some of that into physical gold. Uh, I personally, my family, has used Birch Gold Group multiple times, with the recent being a couple months ago. It was very, very easy, and I can say that I am one of thousands of satisfied customers. You can text the word Y to 989898 to get that free information kit on gold and claim your eligibility for that free gold bar on your qual qualifying purchase, I can't speak today. That is the word Y. Text the word Y to 989898. So Joe Biden, it's his birthday, 81. He has set the new record for oldest president. Now, I, it doesn't show. I don't think it shows at all uh, when we're talking about how many times Joe Biden has, I don't know, like, Fallen, pooped his pants. Um, here is some of Joe Biden's finest physical moments. Watch. Uh oh. Oh boy. Uh oh. Trip counter three. Oh, that must be my favorite, I think. How many times can you trip up the stairs? A lot, apparently, when you're Joe Biden. Also down, though. And back up. Oh gosh, there he goes. Yeah. That's, um, that is our commander-in-chief. I also want to play a clip from him today on his birthday um, when he was doing his, his you know, the Thanksgiving pardon. So he's pardoning a turkey, and he was talking about the turkeys. There are two turkeys, Liberty and Bell. I get, I, I don't know. He says Liberty and Bell, and then he talks about their trip being very difficult to get to the White House, and then it just kind of all goes downhill from there. So here is Joe Biden today as he turns 81, being the... Oldest and obviously most accomplished, most with it, insightful president in American history. Watch. Now, just to get here, Liberty and Bell had to beat some tough odds and competition. They had to work hard to show patience and be willing to travel over a thousand miles. You could okay. say even this harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance tour or, or, or Britney's tour. She's down in... Who? It's kind of warm in Brazil right now. Why was Brazil brought up? What? 
Who was he talking about? Taylor Swift. It was Beyonce, I thought. I thought, was it Beyonce or Taylor Swift? Uh, he, I guess said, he said, he said Rihanna. Britney. He said he, Britney. He said Renaissance Tour, but I think he meant Eras Tour because Taylor Swift was just in South America in Brazil doing the Eras deal, I think. He would need to speak proper English for any of us to know if that's correct. What's sad is like the biggest accomplishment of his whole entire presidency or political career will be the Jeopardy question of who is the oldest president. And it'll be that's Joe true. Biden. Joe Biden. That'll, Joe Biden. That'll be it. I mean, I guess unless Donald Trump wins, yeah. and Donald Trump yeah, will be yeah. the oldest president, yeah. which, again, I'm not super comfortable with, but like that, that is what it is at this point. Um, I want to play another clip from Biden today talking about he mentions his birthday. Um, and this was another really weird moment that I, it's not that one, it's the next one. Uh, yep, go ahead and play that. And by the way, I, it's my birthday today and they can actually sing birthday me. They can actually sing birthday me. I just want you to know it's That's difficult turning said. 60. Difficult. Can, okay, play, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to play that one more. They, he, he just says they can actually sing birthday to me. That's what he said, watch. And by the way, I, it's my birthday today and they can actually sing birthday me. This is so bad. That's serious mental decline. Right oh, yeah. There. I mean, that, that is the real tragedy of Joe Biden. It is. is. that if you would have, I mean, the guy has always always wanted to be president. Yeah. Was his entire career was maneuvering all these politicians and trying to become president. If you would have gone back 40 years ago and told Joe Biden, you will be president one day, but you won't be able to speak in coherent sentences. You'll be made a fool. You'll mm-hmm. be making a fool mm-hmm. of yourself. Most embarrassing president uh, in American history. Another thing today, he was celebrating the Trans Day of Remembrance. Yes. Imagine mm-hmm. trying to explain that to forty-year-old Joe Biden. This yeah. is what. This is how you're going to be spending your eighty-first birthday. Congrats. I don't think he would have uh, been. A, it would have been as appealing. He'd give it up. He'd be like, "All right, never mind. I don't want to be the laughing stock. This is embarrassing. I just poop my pants. I don't." Because there was a mo- I keep referring to that. I don't. We we don't have it, so we. Don't, I don't need to like. Said don't look for it. Pooped his pants. Yes, because it looked like he did. Because he uh, very abruptly just left the turkey pardoning and like j- he listened. There was something going on because he was very quick about it. He was very determined to get inside as soon as possible. And I just felt like homeboy probably pooped his pants. Well, with the conflict with Israel and Palestine now, with all the liberals really kind of going on the Palestinian side, and then now they see that their candidate, Joe Biden, is obviously a puppet president. I mean, anybody that is paying attention, just even barely, they realize that Joe Biden is not, I mean, he's, a, he's home, but the lights are off. Mm. And so I think this is almost a good thing because maybe it'll, you know, wake some people up to what's really going on. So I think it's like the worst he can do, the better it is for us because maybe it'll actually help us in the next election cycle if it's not rigged. Yeah, I think that you're right on that. Um, I'm Speaking of how bad does it have to get before people will be left, will finally say, all right, I, we can't vote for this guy. Um, I feel like Joe Biden has probably been told numerous times, stop interacting with young children. Oh, it's yeah. weird. People find it creepy. Please stop. Stop sniffing children. You know what? Just don't acknowledge when children are in the room because you always seem to make it really creepy. And I think it's the dementia that takes a hold and he forgets maybe. And so I want to play Joe Biden over the weekend um, confronting a young girl at a speech. She Now she is, for those of you who are listening on audio podcast, he references her ears. She is wearing one of those headbands that has cat ears. Uh, and this was that uncomfortable exchange. Watch. Thank you, thank you. And I love your ears. I love them. They're really cool. What's your name? Catherine. Catherine, what a beautiful name. <laughs> That's my mommy's name. Oh. Well, nice to see. How old are you, 17? What? Six. 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 
17. <laughs> it's so creepy. Why? Why? He's not even close, though. 17 and she's six? I mean... Well, it's like he's making a joke, but it's like, why? why you, you're ready for her to be of age? Yeah. Like, why? The problem is that he's so old and not mentally there that I think in his mind, he thinks it makes him look compassionate. I think so, too. But in reality, it just comes off as, like, very off-putting. I know. Well, and I mean, you know, again, there's like Ashley Biden's diary that yeah. talks about showers with her dad at a young age being inappropriate. There's all of these other backstories that we know. There are the videos that you can go out there and see for yourself of Joe Biden uh, touching young girls' breast area right there on ca- yeah. Don't take my word for it. Go look it up. It exists. So, like, to see him leaning in like that, the little girls always back away. You can always read the body language. They back away when he comes forward. Um, and I'm just saying, if Joe Biden ever got near my children, there would be hell to pay. That's what he said. The main reason he got into politics was so he could start kissing more babies. Sniff children. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. His favorite, uh, you know, aspect of the job was the kissing the babies part. So, <laughs> well. He's always stayed true to that. Yeah, it always stays true. It does show. It does. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor of this segment, Beam. So uh, Beam, actually, it can, you know, if you don't get good sleep, I don't know if you realize this, it can cause all sorts of havoc on your body, weight gain, mood issues, poor mental health, lower productivity. And today, my listeners are going to get a special discount on Beam's Dream Powder. This is their best-selling healthy hot cocoa for sleep. It's got no added sugar. You guys know how I do. I don't do the added sugar thing, but you don't need it because it still tastes delicious. Uh, It's got seasonal flavors like cinnamon, uh, cocoa, sea salt caramel, white chocolate peppermint, Better sleep has never tasted better. And also, a recent clinical study revealed Dream helped 93% of users wake up feeling more refreshed. 93% reported that Dream helped them get a more restful night's sleep. This stuff is working for people. It works for me. Um, It's very easy. You can mix Beam Dream into hot water or milk. I use milk. You can stir it or froth it. I choose to froth it. They have this really neat frother as well that you can use and just drink it before bedtime. So if you want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder, take advantage of their biggest sale of the year. Get up to 50% off for a limited time when you go to shopbeam.com news. The discount is auto-applied at checkout, by the way, so there's no code necessary. You can go to shopbeam.com news for up to 50% off. Speaker Johnson has actually so far started following through on one of his promises if elected speaker, which is uh, to release the January 6th surveillance footage. He tweeted out, this was Friday, today I am keeping my promise to the American people and making all the January 6th tapes available to all Americans. Now, this is kind of like a rolling type thing. So on the website, eventually all of the hours will be released, all 44,000 hours. Um, so the, he re- they released the first batch so far. Um, and they said the only portions of video that they will not release uh, contain sensitive security information or information that could lead to retaliation against private citizens. I got some questions about that because I'm not so sure that I think that that should be a caveat. But For now, we'll keep sifting through all of the hours that have been released. Um, He added, again, in a separate tweet, the American people can always be trusted to evaluate information and make their own judgments and decisions. When bureaucrats and partisan activists withhold data to advance a narrative, it erodes trust in our institutions. We must restore that trust. So um, there was some of the footage that was released on Friday. 
it showed it seems to be very orderly fashion people uh, walking down this hallway past all of these officers, all of this law enforcement. Again, very orderly. They're waving to the officers. The officer just standing back. They're not requesting that they leave. Uh, they're not like tackling anybody. That there doesn't seem to be any resistance there. These are just guys. We've said this on this program for a very long time. Literally, okay, not all grandmas. I don't mean to offend anyone who might be of younger age there, but we've said it for a long time. Grandmas walking around the Capitol waving American flags. And now you can see grandmas, husbands, uncles, brothers, whatever, walking through the Capitol waving flags, saying hello to police, nothing there. And then unsuspectingly, they just get, you know, uh, the FBI showing up at their door and throwing them in a detention facility uh, where they soon will be put into solitary confinement because nobody told them that they needed to leave the Capitol. The, well, sh- the, sheer, the sheer amount of hysteria that surrounded this mm-hmm. uh, is, is very revealing. So they called that, those, those people just peacefully walking through the mm-hmm. Capitol, they called it the greatest attack mm-hmm. on our democracy, our sacred democracy, since the Civil War. Okay, so that should show you who their true enemy is. Their true enemy is patriotic Americans mm-hmm. who want to stand up for their country. Their enemy isn't these people that are just going through the streets, committing violence, punching police officers. Their enemy isn't the millions of people that are waltzing across our border who we have no idea who they are. Their enemy is patriotic Americans. Do you remember um, all those, and another point on this, do you remember all those Republicans whining about, what's the plan after we oust McCarthy? What's the plan? I don't know, but what was preventing McCarthy from releasing, releasing this footage? I mean, Johnson's only been there for yeah. a couple of weeks, and he now releases it suddenly. I mean, he seems like he's already doing a lot better than McCarthy, and so those Republicans have uh, a lot of egg on their face. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason they don't want to release it is not because we're going to see people peacefully just walking through the Capitol. It's because they don't want us to see that there was actually FBI agents there that were actually, you know, in charge of that this. Too. And that's some of the leaked footage that we've seen where police officers have a guy handcuffed, and then yep. they unhandcuff him, and you're kind of like... They walk around the corner corner first, I, right, I know. where no one is, and then they hand, unhandcuff and, him. And it's a simple saying, hey, I'm an undercover cop, and there's also other footage not released, nothing to do with the January 6th tapes, of people saying, hey, I'm trying to play an Antifa in the crowd. So the fact is that there was agent provocateurs that were involved in January 6th that made it much worse, whether you want to say it's Ray Epps or people that we don't know about. That's what they're afraid of getting exposed. That's what Kevin McCarthy was trying to protect, is the fact that if we did, did see all this footage, we're going to see a lot of people on the inside that were agent provocateurs, and if that ever gets exposed, then the American uh, federal government and police force ha- is the one that should be responsible for you know what happened, not the MAGA granny or mm-hmm. you know uh, you know guys that put their deaths on Nancy Pelosi's desk like Richard Barnett. They got five years. It's just ridiculous. Feet, yeah. Um, so I want to play uh, Jamie Raskin, who is just. I would say the worst. I don't know. They're all very bad, so I hate Is his hair grown back? (laughs) Wasn't he bald? I thought he had cancer. Yeah, he had cancer. Well, is he healed? I mean, he looks good now. Good for him. I guess. It's working a little bit. Yeah, it's working for him. I mean, I don't really like his person uh, personally, but at least his hair is back. He was wearing that Stephen Van Zandt do-rag for forever. Yeah, it did. That that looked worse. It did. did. That looked terrible. You should just be bald. Just be bald. Michael Scott. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He had a Michael Scott do-rag. I'm like, is is he Michael Scott? Yeah, I know. I couldn't figure it out either. Um, Okay, so I want to play his comments on uh, the release of this J6 footage. Watch. Joining us, as you know, this is footage that your committee decided not to release. So what's your reaction to the speaker, Speaker Johnson, deciding to do so? And why do you think he's doing it? 
Well, on the latter question, Speaker Johnson is clearly on the run from the uh, mega, the extreme mega caucus, um, uh, Chip Roy, and the (laughs) strongest pro-Trump elements. I mean, you know, he he was only able to get through his um, his continuing resolution proposal because of Democratic votes. And I think they're saying he's got two strikes of three they're going to give him. So he's already looking at a motion to vacate. So this was clearly an effort to placate the right wing, which has been making this absurd demand for a very long time. And so now we have on a totally unilateral partisan basis, the Republicans caving in and, um, you know, opening up to the world what they allowed Tucker Carlson to come see. Obviously, Tucker Carlson did his best to torture out of tens of thousands of hours of footage, some kind of concocted story, which, of course, no went nowhere. Oh, OK. All um, right. Stop. We- That's enough. That's enough. So <laughs> if this guy wasn't the most disingenuous piece of what he would tell you, first of all, uh, he he said Chip Roy, the most extreme pro-Trump. Chip Roy's already endorsed Ron DeSantis. Yeah. So you got that fact wrong, idiot. The second thing, if you truly did think, if you weren't making it up, and you truly did believe that this was the worst day, this was the day democracy died in America, this was worse than 9-11, wouldn't you want to scour through mm-hmm. every single second of the video to make sure that we knew where the failure was to make sure that this type of thing never happened again on American soil. Wouldn't that be where you would go if you truly thought this was the worst thing that ever happened in American history? I don't know why that's an absurd demand. They would want that, but they don't. And it's because they are frauds and liars and they want people, you know, Tucker Carlson made this point, but he said to Republican voters credit, if they were upset about something, they went directly yes. to the source of the problems. Yes. They didn't just go burn they down go burn a downtowns. city or yeah. like loot yeah. of exactly. a Gucci store exactly. or something. So uh, what they are scared of most is people, act, the American people actually asserting their right to self-government. Mm-hmm. They think that they can just rule over us and make all these horrible decisions and us just be mindless drones and sit back and let them do it. That is what scares them the most, and that's what uh, explains their Cheer! I mean, they're free, they're freak out them. All these exaggerations, saying it was like ten nine elevens or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's laughable on its face. I, I want to throw in one more uh, one more note on this, Alex, and then I'm going to give you last words. So apparently, January sixth. Uh, 2021, the Washington field office of the FBI halted an investigation into an alleged child predator in Virginia due to the events that occurred at the United States Capitol building that day, which allowed the man to uh, allegedly assault a 10-year-old in Alaska because this was not followed up on. So FBI, tough on ultra MAGA extremism, uh, not so tough on pedophiles. The biggest point that is, and I don't know if I hear this enough, that they were able to reconvene in three hours and certify the yeah. election. So, I mean, even... That was how in, devastating it was. It was so <laughs> devastating. Three hours. I mean, in that video, is going viral of Nancy Pelosi getting told twice that they're able to reconvene by 6 p.m. I'm just saying, if it was so bad, they wouldn't have been able to certify the election. So. Yeah, but your girl, AOC, was She's worried like, she was going okay. to be raped in a completely well, the FBI, opposite building. Well, the FBI, she, wasn't there. she was right, though. The FBI wasn't worried about rape cases at the time, so maybe she had a good <laughs> that's point. Why she, yeah, yeah. That's why she was worried. (laughs) All right, we gotta take a quick break. We'll be back with more, but we wanna thank our sponsor this segment, Pure Health. So 
I'm just saying we're getting into the holiday season and you may be drinking a little bit more than usual. Uh, maybe it's just because you enjoy holiday parties. Maybe it's because you have to be around your family more and that just drives you to drink. I'm not judging you, okay? I'm not judging you. But all I'm saying is that you need to try uh, their liver health formula that Pure Health offers. They've already helped more than 2.6 million people with their products. Uh, and by the way, if you were just to do the math here, if you were to add up all the residents of Arizona, Virginia, Florida, Texas, you would still not get the 100 million Americans that have a sluggish fatty liver that's going to make people gain weight, experience fatigue. So maybe you're just going to be doing a little more drinking than usual, or maybe you're suffering from things like low energy, brain fog, or unexplained extra flab, and you want to do something about it, protect your liver with liver health formula. It's all natural. It's packed with clinically proven botanicals to help you recharge and protect your liver. Um, I use it at home. Not that, I mean, you know, <laughs> I have children and a stressful job. So every once in a while, I drink wine or tequila or also whiskey. <laughs> But also, I'm just saying, with your order, uh, you are also going to get a free bottle of blood sugar formula. You're going to get a 64% discount in total. You can go over to getliverhelp.com news to get this special offer. Um, look, we, we got to get prepped to save America, and we got to make sure our livers are ready for the fight. You can do that by going to getliverhelp.com news. Okay, I want to talk some controversy here with the Miss Universe competition. So there are a couple different things going on. Number one is that there is, uh, I believe this is Miss Nepal, who is in the top 20 category and people are upset because they said that she is um, fat, is what she is. She is a plus-sized woman. Uh, she's a little larger than your typical Miss Universe contestant. And um, they're saying she's she is too large. She's too chunky. Show show the uh, show the next picture. Yeah. So they're saying nope. We can't have any body positivity contestants in this uh, in this contest. There's another one at play. The other controversy is that there are of course two transgender Miss Universe contestants, Miss Portugal and Miss Netherlands. Which I mean. If I had all of that plastic surgery, I could probably participate in Miss Universe as well. As they listen, those people sign up for Tinder. They're gonna fool a lot of dudes until they get in the bedroom and they're like, "What is? Why are? What's going what's on? What's poking me in the back? <laughs> what is that? We're spooning and something's poking me." <laughs> well, to the Nepalese woman, I mean, I'd rather have a thick chick than a chick with a dick. So, Good point. I mean, I don't hate it. Point. I mean, I don't hate it. I mean, uh, I think there is a standard of beauty that we probably should hold, you know, Miss Universe to. Can she be a little thick? Probably. She's probably about 25, 30 pounds a little too thick. Yeah, I mean, so to Alex's point, Logan, um, she said... I love my curb, my curves, my body is my temple, and I will take care of it as holy ground. I tend to disagree. Like, if yeah. you're, I'm trying not to offend people here. Um, again, I'm just trying to call balls and strikes. If you are obese, I don't think you can say my body is my temple yeah. and I will take care of it as holy ground. Yeah, no, you can't. But this is just where our culture has gone. Do you remember that uh, there was a magazine cover of some really, really obese woman? In, I think it was Cosmopolitan that said, this is healthy. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's that. like some morbidly obese and, it, and she was morbidly oh, obese. Oh, yeah, but this is what our culture to celebrates now, and that's sort of the problem. Um, I think, you know, it's at least, I'm pretty sure a woman won 
this Miss Universe yeah, competition. So at least that's that's yeah. a little progress, right? I think they're going How out of business. Sad is that? But, but I, I think the article mentioned they're going out of business too. Are they? Yeah, they're having financial issues. Miss Universe, I believe. Yeah, fi- yeah, they filed bankruptcy. Or they filed bankruptcy. I don't yeah. know if they're necessarily going out of business, but yeah, they're just letting you know big fat hogs uh, compete now. So <laughs> so isn't it wild that after your organization? called Miss Universe is run by a, because remember this is a trans person that is running the entire yeah. organization and he came out on stage and said something about like, yeah, you don't have to be a woman, we're taking over. And I feel like he effed around and perhaps found out that this is not what people want to see. I mean, we want hot chicks, it's not that hard. I mean, I feel like we just, <laughs> just give us some hot chicks for your Miss Universe. That's, that's the whole point of the contest. Men are very, men are very simple. Yeah. You give them, give them a hot chick, uh, give them uh, what they need for their sexual desires, and they're, they're, they're happy. They're happy as a, I was gonna say happy as a clam, but in this particular, <laughs> weird thing to they say. They don't all um, have clams. So. Yeah, exactly. I wanna play, okay, I wanna play one clip here from the uh, the swimsuit contest part of Miss Universe with Miss Nepal the watch. That unhealthy? A series of mental and hormonal changes to boost her huh. confidence and become the woman you see on stage tonight. They just cited mental and hormonal Nicole. changes. Immediate disqualification for citing mental and hormonal changes. Immediate disqualification. Yeah, worshiping your own body uh, kind of just like speaks to how like ugly modernism is. Uh, your body is supposed to be like supposed to glorify your creator in mm-hmm. my opinion and just worshiping yourself like all the narcissism is just insane that's all these competitions nowadays have just been turned into like these parades of parody almost it's not like they're glorifying anything that's excellent it's just mm-hmm. here we are celebrate us no matter what yeah i think yeah. intersectionality has <laughs> the joy in everything well to be fair i don't know if in nepal they have food sustenance issues but you know it wasn't very long ago that being fat meant that you're wealthy right that's you know, true because i mean you could eat so maybe in nepal they're all brokies like andrew tate would say and the fat ones are the rich ones, and maybe that's why she won. Maybe they look to that. You know, that is true. It is fascinating when you look at the statistics of um, in America, the people who are impoverished were like one of the like we're the only country that all of our impoverished people are like are skinny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all fat. Oh, they're all oh, fat. Yeah, oh, our country. They're all fat in this country. Yes, they're yes. all fat. For a long and time like, ago, how do you? It was the impoverished people were all poor. Right. Well, the impoverished people are always poor because that's what impoverished means. Well, now they all go to McDonald's <laughs> and get... But you know what I mean. I'm just saying now you're poor. You can still get Big Macs. You can still get diabetes. The level of child obesity in the it's standards... Bad. Oh, don't bad. even get me started. I, mean, I could do an entire show on that. It's really bad. I was seeing some status. like 40% of kids have like type 2 diabetes. I don't. I mean, don't quote me on that. I'm just saying it's something alarming uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. Well, and I go to even like when I, um, I'm around other kids that are my younger son's age, which is three, and they're like in the morning, strawberry milk and juice yeah. and all this. I'm like, they don't need any of this. Why are you giving this to them? And just I think to give you a glimpse of how far we've fallen, if you remember JFK, one of his big things was uh, the presidential fitness test and yeah. inculcating youth training programs to be young and healthy and right, strong. Right, right. And now the Democrats are just like, 
Be as fat as possible, honestly. And I just want to clarify the the quote. I think it was 40% of students have pre-diabetic markers in their blood. I think is what it was. I believe that. I totally believe that. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. It really, it is like my first. My friend Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, he's out of town today. Otherwise, I was going to try to get him on the show. But I wanted to let everyone know he does have a new book out today. It is called Acquitted. Uh, the two-year anniversary of his acquittal was just, I believe it was over the weekend. And this is, I, I personally, I read the book. Um, I endorsed it on the back cover. I, um, I cried several times. It really is a very insightful book, getting kind of an inside look at Kyle's life, both before and after what happened that night in Kenosha. So just wanted to give a little shout out to Kyle. You can get the new book, pre-order it at rittenhousebook.com. I'm gonna try to have him on after after the Thanksgiving break, but for now you can pre-order the book at rittenhousebook.com. I can guarantee you, you will learn something that you did not know about Kyle Rittenhouse. So make sure that you go do that. Make sure that you tune in to this guy's show. What do you, t- tomorrow and Wednesday? Tomorrow, Driver's Ed Are with Darius. Are you doing Wednesday or just tomorrow? No, just tomorrow. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's because it's Thanksgiving and I don't think everyone wants some time. I'd want to work Wednesday. They won't let me. So. <laughs> yeah, no, literally the crew's like, please, we just want some time off. Stop. You're just going to come in the studio and like I'm just paint, gonna, paint I'm, the walls I'm or something. Thanksgiving do something. solo. Use the fire extinguisher. Me and the ghost of Glenn Beck are going to be eating turkey alone here. <laughs> <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.